Black Velvet is proud to sponsor Creative Habits Podcast. Black Velvet is a Black-owned family business providing skincare products. Handmade, intentional, and designed to nurture the skin and body. Lather in luxury with our signature Black Velvet Shea Butter. Our base is raw shea infused with essential oils and vitamins to revive and enhance your natural skin's glow. We offer unisex options and a grooming kit to ensure quick and essential groom for daily application for any occasion or season. Try our Beard Gang Kit collection, perfect for a man on the go with notes of barbershop orange and essential oils to protect and nurture your beard growth. Visit us on Etsy at Shop Black Velvet or follow us on Instagram by Black Velvet. Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. Right, folks, we have a very special guest mm-hmm. today, um, a visual artist, um, Jessica Mata, right? Yes. <laughs> um, a Boricua Panamanian artist, Jessica Mata, um, owner of Perfectly Dismantled, is changing the course of art through her innovative methods of incorporating polymers, clays and utilizing her voice to speak on topics surrounding mental health which is very important utilizing the process of self-discovery and her mental health advocacy as her subject while creating wearable art with intention to cope with her healing journey that's 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 deep the way to start it off right but thank you so much for having me i'm i'm so honored to like have space here and you guys are holding space for us artists so thank you for having me absolutely absolutely um communication is important within our art community you know um there's so many gatekeepers out there telling us what we can do or what we shouldn't do um right it all starts with community, you know? Absolutely. Yes. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, a little bit of your background and what you got, what got you started into making art. Sure. Yeah. So firstly, obviously, my name is Jessica Mata. I'm 29 and my pronouns are she, her, they, them. Uh, I identify as non-binary. And as you've heard previously, I'm a proud Boricua Panamanian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, so I've been a painter for over 10 years, which was kind of like the driven vehicle for my current brand, which is Perfectly Dismantled, uh, where we create uh, pretty much intentionally handmade wearable art while utilizing transparency and, and, uh, well, within myself, living with depression and anxiety to kind of bring that awareness uh, to mental health and advocate for those navigating life. Uh, who are also living with a mental illness, but also living in a society and a system that tells you that you can't feel. 
Um, I believe we all deserve a path of healing and, and starting that journey, whatever that may look like for you. Um, but hopefully sharing the way that I know how to cope, which is art and making things with my hands and just that is just the best way I know how to heal. I can help somebody else with, you know, whether it's 10 people, five people, one person, that is my goal. That is my mission. I've done my job if, if, if that was complete. So yeah, that's mm. a little bit about myself. <laughs> so how did you correlate mental health and art? You know, is, is creating art like therapy for you? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, that's pretty much how it started off. I was kind of going through a really tough time uh, starting in my teen years. And I was also in a pretty toxic relationship, mm. uh, which uh, surfaced a lot of different feelings that I couldn't understand. I didn't have resources. I didn't have somebody to talk to. I didn't that, you know, mental health was not a conversation in our household. Mm -hmm. So I had to navigate and figure out, OK, what is this? How do I cope? And I was introduced to art uh, when I went to school. I went to Kingsborough Community College in Brooklyn, and I was taking up photography and art history. And of course, they introduced like an art class. Um, and then I took an oil painting class, and that was kind of it for me. Like I took that class and I dropped out. <laughs> I pretty much dropped out. And, you know, in the midst of all this, I was feeling all these things. I felt really sad. And I was just like, you know what I for the first time in my life I actually feel amazing making art and painting mm. and doing this this is new for me and I, I I just stuck with it and I knew that that's how I wanted to live my life for the rest of my years I wanted to make art because I knew that it was helping me heal in that sense and heal parts of me that I didn't know how to do otherwise mm. I can definitely relate you know like you said in black and brown communities um we don't really have conversations about mental health you yep. know and just a little background on me me being in a single parent home I never felt like I really belong you know which put me in into a little depression and right once I found my path, my art, you know, picking up a camera and, and taking portraits and, and street mm. photography. Um, it was like a, a, a release, like, right. It helped me see, it helped me see uh, things from different perspectives. You know, um, right. you, you ever look at a person walking down the street, you never met the person, but you try to like think about and contemplate that's personality type or um how their day is going you know yes. like you try to yes create i feel these, that so much yeah. right these these different stories and scenarios um so once i started you know going out in the street and taking street photography um i would walk up to people may i take a picture just have a conversation with them you know mm. talk about their day and you know their ups and their downs and I would do the same, you know, talk about my day and just, right. it, it's, it was like therapy for me, instead of like going into a therapist, I would just go to like different random people, which right. seems kind of creepy, <laughs> just go but meet somebody. yeah, just, meet, <laughs> just go meet somebody and talk to them, you know? Yeah. And, you just never know who you're going to meet. Like you just right. never know. 
For and sure, I feel that. Yeah, it's important. You know, it's important to just communicate when your mental health is, you know, not where it's supposed to be. Exactly. And that's probably, I, I, that's the most important part is like communicating that, you know, we kind of live in a world right now where people don't know how to respond to mental health. You know, mm-hmm. they think it's like this weakness, like, what is this? All right. You're crazy using the C word. And it's like, no, I think we need to educate ourselves on how to encounter someone who is dealing with, you know, who is having a mental breakdown or going mm-hmm. through some sort of crisis you know, like never allowing someone to invalidate how you feel or what your trauma is. Like communicating those things are so important. Talking about our feelings is important, which is why, you know, that's kind of where Perfectly Dismantle was born from because I had this really crazy experience where I was probably like 18 or something like that. And I had, you know, I was in college And I was in a really toxic relationship, as I said before. And I remember posting very vividly, I posted something on Facebook and it was like kind of dark, like, wow, I'm feeling like this and I don't know how to feel, blah, 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 just pouring out my feelings. And I was like, okay, this is social media. Let me just like vent a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the response I got was just like, girl, why are you doing this? Like, you know, don't put your feelings like, you know, out there, like, as if it was a weakness. And I'm like, what is this? I feel like I'm being attacked. Like now I want to go into a hole. Like, and from there, I was just like, no, I'm going to continue painting. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. You know, I need whatever healing looks like for you. That's just what it looks like for you. Don't mm-hmm. ever let anyone tell you that that's not valid. You know, your feelings are not valid because they very much are so valid. Absolutely. Um, I think a lot of our peers and maybe our parents don't have um experience with like speaking outwardly about their feelings you know or even going to therapy if they don't know they won't teach us you know how to do it and when I told my mother about my depression she said uh go to church (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) ask ask God to pray go to church (laughs) yeah pray, pray to God and and you know even though that does help some people sometimes right. it doesn't help everybody you know what i mean for sure yeah and um yeah i think i'm glad that it's like um um an insurgence of mental health mental health mental health is important and um i really appreciate artists like you bringing that to the forefront and you know just helping people out there yeah i appreciate it for sure like that's just the other day, like not even like this, these past couple of months, I experienced what I like to call a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like a lot of different things that were pulling me in. I'm like, what are you trying to tell me right now? Like, what do I need to do right now? And I just, no matter what I do, I always end up back into this path of like speaking my truth, speaking my feelings and mm-hmm. like understanding that other people can also relate to how I feel. You know, I'm not a therapist or anything like that. I'm just a person in this experience with you. And I experience the same things like you. I'm, I'm human. I get depressed. I have anxiety. I deal with those things. And the best way I know how to do that is through art. And, you know, I want to build that community so that I can bring like-minded humans to art, you know, to the same circle and, and talk about our feelings and figure out how can we heal together. Mm. Um, you mentioned that you were, um, you know, from Brooklyn, right? And yeah. I've been to New. I'm from DC, but I've been okay. to New York 
quite a few times and I noticed that um, the environment and the community, um, it cultivates a lot of creative people. Um, mm. Did growing up in New York um, have a big impact on or did it affect your art in any way? For sure. Um, Brooklyn is my heart. Like when I'm from, you know, I was born in Puerto Rico. My mm. dad's Panamanian, but I was raised in Brooklyn. Um, and Brooklyn is where I get or got most of my inspiration to create. You know, it was every, everywhere you went, whether it was on the train or like you said, you know, like you encounter all sorts of people and you imagine these things and, you know, just everything, everything about New York definitely affected me me like as an artist you know I wanted to go hard <laughs> you know mm -hmm. New York is about the hustle and bustle so it made you want to create more because there were also there's so many people in New York right now who are artists there's so many artists in New York that are you know that their art is born there um but yeah definitely Brooklyn is my heart that is where I get the majority of my inspiration but also my experiences there growing up in the projects most mm -hmm. of my life and being raised by a single mother, three kids, you know, like that is what molded me to really go as hard because I seen the possibilities, but I also seen the risk and the things that had to take place for us to have the lives that we have now. So mm -hmm. I never take that for granted. You know, I came from the peas, very much proud, <laughs> but I also use that as like fuel and inspiration to, to never go back to this, those places but also never forgetting like where I came from like that was my biggest inspiration not not being able you know there were days where we didn't have money yeah. we didn't we didn't have it all I didn't grow up in that sort of household I just we had what we had it was simple but we were happy regardless you know my mom always made sure we we were good and happy <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can relate my mother was the same way you know I didn't always get what I wanted but right. you can't make diamonds without pressure. Absolutely. I mean? And growing up in a projects of the hood is is that pressure, you know, that that creates art. That created That's um, facts. That created Marvin Gaye. You know what I mean? Like that created James yes. Brown. Like growing up in yes. adversity, you know, yep. um Basquiat. That For all sure. Yeah. Creates great artists and 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 influencers like artists from black and brown communities influence the whole world that's just my perspective you know what i mean whether it's, <laughs> whether it's you know um lingo um um the way we dance the way we present ourselves to the yeah. world it's always copied you know what i mean like yeah the kids use TikTok nowadays, like all the black <laughs> dancers <laughs> creating TikTok. these, yeah, creating these yeah. dances, right? <laughs> and everyone just copies it, like without yeah. the projects or without, you know, places of adversity like that, the world wouldn't really have exactly a soul or a heartbeat. Yeah, for sure. I definitely feel that a hundred. It's like how kind of how I said earlier today too. I was just like, it was actually one of my captions, like some of the strongest people I know or like heard of read stories of have been through some of like the darkest times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like you said, you know, you can't create a diamond without pressure. And like, those are facts. <laughs> um, 
tell me about your favorite medium. I know you work with a lot of polymers and clays. Like, um, is that all you're focusing on now or do you still paint? I still paint. I see. I mean, I've been painting for over 10 years, but painting for me now is different. It's like sacred, you know, now when I paint, it's just like something that I do you know, as one of my therapy forms, but it's just a very intimate moment where I'm just kind of going with the flow and painting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, the majority of the medium that I use is polymer clay. Uh, that's what I make to, that's what I use to make the majority of my earrings along with, you know, other things like pearls, mm-hmm. uh, glitter, whatever I could get my hands on pretty much to create a piece that I'm kind of feeling and flowing with in the moment. Mm, okay. but definitely oil paint if you had to ask me like what is my medium it's oil paint that is my my everything <laughs> i've you know just like looked at your stuff um on social media and a lot mm-hmm. of it kind of reminds me of like um sculpture sculpture you know, like um i don't know if this is like your your latin background but it kind of gives me like how do i want to say it like aztec uh uh what it the aztecs used to like um a lot of their information history is like sketched in like uh on the wall or whatever or yeah it kind of gave me a little bit of that but it's still kind of like modern and and current yeah for sure are you referring to i'm assuming it's my artwork Yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah yeah i mean I don't, I'm the majority of my paintwork is, um, again, it's kind of like what I'm flowing and feeling in the moment. Um, I like to create a lot of uh, nude, distorted portraits. That's like my favorite or like certain parts of the anatomy, like the feet or the hands, like mm-hmm. certain things that I'm kind of drawn to. Uh, but yeah, there are moments where I, I really dig into, I guess, my deep, ancestors side to like bring out the you know my my root yeah um and I don't know I just kind of go with the flow normally when I paint I go in with this idea in my head and then it's like oh no we're gonna we're gonna go this way (laughs) and Mm. then it turns into something else okay I can feel that um I was just mentioning because it it reminds me I, I see a lot of like bright colors which reminds yeah. me of like, you know, maybe Latin American um, jewelry, like a lot of like blues, yeah. or, you know, just like pieces that they will wear on their necks and wrists and stuff like that. Yeah. And some of those are actually inspiration. Like if I'm, for example, if I'm looking at a book, because if I'm looking at a book that is about, you know, an indigenous culture or something mm-hmm. like that, something will absolutely stick out to me. Like, um, you know, like the gold they used to wear around their arms or mm-hmm. like certain accents, like that was something that I like to add into my paintings for sure. Like it was, my goal was just having a black background. That was my style, black background. And then you would have a super colorful like subject. And then it mm-hmm. was like these accents. Yeah. I miss, I I miss that. doing that. <laughs> um, Where do you find inspiration? Inspiration? Um... Again, it would have to be, I really go based off like how I'm feeling in the moment. 
Um, I think about a lot of my inspiration, honestly, comes from like my my grandmother. Mm. Like I, I think like a lot of time that I spent when I was younger was with my grandmother and she introduced me to a lot of different things, whether it was music, you know, the type of food, you know, I kind of embody those into my artwork. Um, but honestly, she is her and my mother are like my biggest inspiration. I don't have like a specific, mm-hmm. you know, topic or a certain person that I look to for inspiration. I just kind of go with how I'm feeling and what inspires me and like what motivates me. Um, how do you navigate the art world? I know a lot of um, like local artists that I know, especially um from a black and brown um, backgrounds, um, they don't really have that much access into some of these galleries because some mm. of the, I guess, gatekeepers will see their work yeah. as like <laughs> primitive yeah. and too cultural. Like they, yeah. they give they give us labels that are so absurd. Like how do you how do you navigate sure. through that? Yeah, I mean it was. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Like it was very difficult, you know, with my artwork and figuring out what my style was. And once I had this like style, like this is what I like to paint. This is what I'm doing. It was very difficult to try to get into those galleries because <laughs> mm-hmm. they didn't, they weren't looking at me. They weren't looking at like the br- black and brown and indigenous community. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this specific type of artist in mind and I didn't fit those art pieces <laughs> that they were looking for. Um, but it was very difficult. You know, a lot of the times I remember in living in New York, curating my own solo shows mm-hmm. because again, art curators weren't really looking at my kind of artwork. And we were actually, me and my partner, we were actually just talking about this the other day, like how she's been painting for over 10 years, you know, and it's so difficult to just get into these spaces with these, you know, big galleries, because again, they're not looking at us, but it it was difficult. It was a challenge, honestly, as an artist, especially in New York, because everybody's kind of doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So most of the time we had to curate our, our, our own art shows, promote our own work to be seen in the, in the art world. You know, you had to really stand out and be different to be seen. Otherwise, nothing was really happening for you. You know, it was hard to grasp like any art collector or anyone. You know, we had to do these little side shows, these featured shows to like mm. have people look at us. But yeah, it was pretty difficult even even now. You know, again, it's everyone's doing the same thing. It's 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 kind of a difficult scene to to be seen there. Mm. that's why i think community is important you know for Um, sure social media is a blessing and a curse right um back in the early 2000s if you look in a magazine or 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 if you're watching a certain television show you'd rarely see like people with melanated skin (laughs) in these magazines or television shows right but the birth of social media gave us a certain power where we can control our own narratives right yes so instead of having that crab in the bucket mentality or 
each man for his own or each woman for his own or whatever. Yeah. If we, when we come together as a community and create our own spaces, that's when, in my opinion, that's when our hard work is more fruitful. You know what I mean? Like we're not. I definitely agree. Yeah. We're not asking for acceptance. We're we're here. We're humans. We're we have real life experiences. Like yes, accept us or don't. We're going to be here regardless. Exactly, and that's why it's so important. Like for an example, with what you're doing, holding space for artists like us mm-hmm. as part of it. You know, community. And if you have a platform where you can do these sort of things, like why not utilize it? It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It only takes a few people to just be like, wow, like I really mess with your work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just con- building that pattern, that continuous pattern, like, all right, you show love, then let's let's do it for this person or whatever it may be, but definitely holding community. Like that's so important. Mm. How do you define success for an artist? Um. How do I define success for artists? Honestly, <laughs> being in the art world for so long, um, I feel like every day that you create a piece, that is my version of the success. Mm. Creating a piece is not easy. <laughs> you know, it could take days, it could take months. Um, but creating a piece and knowing that somebody can relate and connect with it and be like, wow, like, I need this. That's my version of success because I, I did my part. I simply just, you know, express myself through the best way I know how to. And you understood it. You seen me. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's success in the art world. I don't, to me, you know, younger me would have probably said like, you know, I'm trying to be in this big gallery over here on St. Mark Street or something like that. Like, to me, that's not success. You know, that changed over time. The older I got, I was just like, you know, for me, it was a challenge just creating a piece. And if I can create a piece and do what I love and connect with a person, then I I succeeded. I did my job. Mm. And that's that's what I define as being successful in the art community, because a lot of the time you see work now. A lot of that work is duplicated. It's not original, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you see that too often these days, you know, people do it for the money. And for me, it was never about the money. It was just like, this is what I found in my time of darkness. And you you see me, you know, so to me, that success is being able to connect with someone through my artwork. I love that. I love that. Um, art is the oldest form of communication like Mm -hmm. before we even had written language people were um creating cave paintings you know yeah um what are you trying to communicate with your art what i'm trying to communicate is you know asking that question thinking about it i'm like i remember always asking myself that while painting you know, in the beginning, I was just like, what am I trying to communicate? But I didn't realize that, you know, I was simply communicating how I felt in those moments. I wanted someone to hear, to see me, you know, as a person authentically as I am, like no judgment, no nothing. This is exactly how I feel right now, dark or light. Like this is who I am. And that was the best way that I was able to express myself. Mm. Um I suffer from things like 
social anxiety, talking to other people, like those things are really, really challenging for a person like me. You know, it's not easy for me to just go into the world. You know, those are things that I'm facing. So when I put that into my paintings, mm. like that, that, that says everything pretty much for me. Um, but yeah, I just want, when people are looking at my work, I want them to understand like, this is the raw me. This is who I am. I have mental health, but that doesn't make me weak. <laughs> I'm just a mm. human, just like you. And you know, I'm just trying to connect with others who feel the same way. I think us as human beings, we intend to um, make life harder than what it really is. Yes. You know, we intend to make it more complex when it's really cut and dry. You yeah. know what I mean? And we create these scenarios in our head way like for example like i'm very anti-social as well mm -hmm. um the reason i was anti-social is i would create scenarios in my head before they happen yeah. like, <laughs> i go there and say this and this happens like i right. created the whole scene in my head before i even said hello <laughs> to anybody right? yeah i feel and that <laughs> so <laughs> in order for me to like check myself i had to just be like yo you tripping just mm -hmm. go say hi right you know what i mean like that's yeah. that's all life is yeah. it's, it's, it's extremely simple but we try to make it more complex yes. because i don't know why it's just maybe it's a human <laughs> instinct i don't know right exactly i feel that it's true i definitely you know old version of myself i feel like after my spiritual awakening these past few months i'm training my brain to mm. think that way so going into situations like listen i am protected i am <laughs> i have the great divine all around me like mm -hmm. i don't need to be scared about anything um but yeah that definitely the old me would have been like you know what what if this person says this what if i say that like mm -hmm. nah, i'm just gonna stay home but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it's for sure it's definitely cut and dry and it, certain things like that like it is actually difficult for people you know and a lot of people can't overcome those things so it is challenging for yeah. sure um do you think it's important to reflect social issues within your art hmm. for sure i mean again my art is related to self-discovery essentially that's you know just me trying to figure out who i am who i want to be you know and just trying to see myself in the most highest version of myself i never see myself as like you know who gets super like political or social about my work but it i definitely do think it is important and i do definitely commend those who um artists who do implement those social issues uh within their artwork um but yeah for sure what are your thoughts on that actually <laughs> um i think there's a space for it right yeah but when it gets to this for example if a, a person a black person or 
brown person gets shot by the police. I don't want to see a thousand different pictures or paintings of a black person getting shot. Like we yeah. know what the problem is. Let's mm-hmm. try to figure out ways to remedy the issue, you know, yeah. make a piece about police reform or make yeah. a piece about two sides, the police and, and black people or the police Absolutely. and people in poverty having a conversation on how to mm-hmm. uh, make yes. the situation better you know what I mean for, like, for sure yeah. yeah and definitely definitely agree um especially with mental health as well um you know I do think it's important in that aspect as well you know a lot of the times you see a lot of crazy things like mm-hmm. police officers shooting someone who had a mental illness Mm-hmm. didn't know how to respond to them you know mm-hmm. so i definitely think the education needs to be there how can we better educate ourselves so that these things don't happen so that we can respond with an open heart and mm-hmm. mindfulness to these people you know and not see them as oh this crazy person he was intoxicated whatever the case is and this person whole, had a whole mental illness um but for sure those things are so important we do speak about them how can we how can we better educate ourselves? What do we do now from this point? It's, yeah. Um, and a lot of our media, you know, is based in trauma. A lot of our movies is based in trauma. A lot of our music is mm. based in trauma. You know, yeah. a lot of the stuff we consume on our phones is based in trauma. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm. we could watch a movie about a white person and their life is super mediocre but it's like one right. of the best movies ever like right. when, when do we get a chance to be when mediocre? do we ha- when can we be put in that light for <laughs> yeah, a second because you know we're I mean? always like on this dark side of everything and it's like causing the issues over here but right. when can we finally be in that light of yeah we're just we're humans just like you and we we can have those lives it exactly. is possible Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that for sure um, do you have any um, let me rephrase this has your style changed <laughs> excuse me over time I know you've been painting since, for like 10 years like has it has your outlook on your art changed over time yeah um for sure I feel like I'm a different person every day like I'm always learning something new about myself and with that and the thing that I love most which is art that also changes you know there's certain Mm -hmm. things I notice too like I'll go for a certain look and then people are like wow this is great and then you know I'll create something completely opposite of what I just did and then people are like "Ah." but it's just like flow you know like uh, we're human we change every day and with that I think I truly believe my art also changes and that affects um my art um for sure hmm. that's deep um I remember when I first start started photography I had one like vision like I wanted to be one of the best photographers I wanted to be in vogue mm-hmm. I wanted to do this I wanted to do that but I figured out that my main goal is to provide a platform or a voice for people who 
who aren't always seen in a positive light, you know, yeah. or some people who aren't the skinniest or, you know, the, the most beautiful, like regular human beings. Yeah. And just give them a voice. Right. Exactly. For sure. And that that's kind of similar to what I was also doing in my work. Um, I remember like painting, like I remember looking at a photo and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to work on some realism and like paint this photo of this person. But this person was, I guess what you would consider just a normal size human. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm like, nah, actually, I don't want to paint that. Like I want to me, I think that's beautiful. I think painting outside of the norm or just whatever art form you're doing is just kind of stepping outside of the mold of what is normal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And painting something that's what people don't consider as normal, you know, and seeing and, and putting them in that light so that people can also understand that that is also beautiful. You know, there's so many things in the world that are beautiful that we kind of take for granted, you know, and it's right there in front of us Absolutely. every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Even just going outside and enjoying the sun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially in this day and age, I remember um, riding the train a few years back, the Metro, and mm -hmm. I got off at one stop and it had been at least like maybe two to three hundred people there. And every one of those people had their face down in their phone. Mm, everyone yeah. like an ocean of people face just in social media yeah you know just looking at their phones like yeah you know, ignoring all the things that are happening around you and you know i feel like we all are like that at one point until mm. we realize what we're actually missing you know like like you said stepping outside and enjoying the sun as simple as that can like change everything Mm -hmm. you know, for you. I know that I know it is for me. You know, it could be one of those days where I wake up and I feel like complete crap. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this right now, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I know it's going to make me feel better. And mm -hmm. just like letting the sun kiss your skin and like feeling everything, feeling every detail of it is amazing. So what got you started on your, um, what you say, spiritual journey? Like what, what, what was the, the straw that broke the camel's back? Like, I need to figure this, this shit out. <laughs> well, it was actually, um, it was a really interesting situation. Um, well, to me, I consider myself as an empath. I feel energy from people mm -hmm. before they even say anything to me. I'm like, whoa, not going on here. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but from that point on, you know, it, it, there was an instance with someone that I'm really close with where I knew something was wrong because I don't want to go too deep into it, but I just knew the energy was off. Right. And I'm like, wow, I'm feeling this really strong right now. Like, what is up? And, you know, I had a conversation with this person and it was facts. Like, you know, they were going through a tough time. And from that point, I'm like, I can no longer allow negativity into my space because I'm realizing how much it affects me mm. um, in my day and the people around me. Um, 
And after that, I just went on this binge. I just felt like this pooling from the universe, whatever it is, from the great divine, like you need to be doing this work, you know, like you don't feel all this energy for no reason. Like you're to me, you know, like feeling all those energy, you know, I, I would kind of just like shrug it like, wow, this would affect my day, but really feeling the energy now and you using that as like fuel to do my mission every day to complete my artwork to get through the day you know because there were some days where I would wake up and it was completely hard to just get out the bed and I'm like nah, I'm not gonna let that control my life anymore and um just from that moment that I had with that close person kind of like opened a lot of things for me you know like in my mind and I knew that I had to open myself up to get closer to my ancestors and my spirit guides because I knew that I had a mission and I wasn't feeling all these things for no reason. I'm just like, you know, clearly y'all trying to tell me something <laughs> mm. and, and, and I'm going to listen. I'm going to be more receptive. Um, and when you're more receptive to the great divine and your spirit angels and all that, um, you have so much more resources to life, you know, like you are, you know, you, you start to become this better version of yourself that you no, never thought would be possible. Mm. And I just kept following that trail of like, you know, this is the work that I need to do. And, and I'm going to cre keep creating art. And that was always something in the back of my mind. Like you have to keep creating, you have to cre keep creating. Don't ever limit yourself you know, as a painter, I was just like, wow, this is what I was meant to do, just paint. But then all these different things started introducing themselves to me, polymer clay, mm. photography, like all these things. And, you know, I was just like, I, I have to do them. You know, it's just like you should never limit yourself as a human. You're capable of so many things. Why just do one thing? And I just knew that whatever it was in art form that I also needed to incorporate that with mental health and yeah. you know build a community of those that are like me you know yeah um but yeah that's 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 where it all started <laughs> i mean i kind of went through something similar myself during you know the pandemic um we're so used to this wake wash and work routine you know, mm, and yeah. we, we give so much of ourselves to everything else besides ourselves. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it came to a point where I had to really sit back and, and think about like, who am I and like, what is my purpose? Exactly. You know, because I'm just out here distracted. Yeah. You know? And fortunate enough, um, nobody in my family or, you know, anyone close to me has been like really negatively affected by the the pandemic but um I had the opportunity to like watch my son like I just had a a, a son he's two now but just like watch him grow you yeah. know and, and figure out the world and interact and learn how to talk and like he's yeah really, he's really insightful intelligent like he, he knows his abcs he can count to 50 you know he's, he's speaking, <laughs> wow and speaking, he's only two he's only two and oh, he's speaking like complete sentences well learning how to speak complete that's sentences. amazing so just 
if the pandemic didn't happen, I wouldn't have that opportunity to like really sit there in awe and watch him, mm-hmm. you know, develop. And I think the pandemic made a lot of people have to look, made a lot of people look inwardly, you know. For sure. Lot, a lot of people out here quit their jobs because they don't want to sit out here and, and, and hustle for $12, $15 an hour, you know. Exactly. Like, like this was a blessing and a curse at the same time, but yeah. um, just figuring ourselves out and, and figuring out who we are and what our purpose is and what we want in life is important. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. It's so important. And, and like you said, that was kind of like a light for me too in my life as well. My brother had uh, his first son. He's four now. Mm-hmm. And I remember before he was born, I was like, You know, I was this super depressive person and I'm like, I cannot let this kid come into this world and like see me this way. I'm like, I have to be better. Like I need to be a better version of myself. Mm -hmm. And when he was born, I was just like, he's he's everything. He's everything. And he he's so curious about everything. And he wants to know what this means. And Mm -hmm. why are you why is it like this? Like what is you know, he's very aware, you know, for his age. And for sure. Like just, just having those reminders, you know, just like a fresh reminder and like a fresh breath of air. He Mm -hmm. was for me at that time. Um, the pandemic for sure was just like a lot for everybody. (laughs) I -hmm. think I just, I remember, I definitely remember, you know, like me right now, I'm an, I'm, I'm an artist. I create, but I also have a full-time job uh, for a small market, a digital marketing company. Um, And that alone is just like, you know, doing that and coming home and trying to get into the space of like, how do I create and how can I run my business and do all these things? You know, the pandemic like helped me get into that space. You know, Mm -hmm. I was able to build my business from that. But yeah, it, it, the pandemic was a lot <laughs> for everybody. Um, is there like a specific environment you need in order to create? Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and what's the, uh, what's what's the soundtrack like? What's what are you playing <laughs> while you're creating? It depends. Like sometimes, I it has to be quiet. Like it has mm. to be silent because there's a lot going on. So I'm like, I, I need like a moment of silence to breathe, meditate and create. And then there's times where I'm like, all right, let's throw on some James Blake. Mm-hmm. Let's throw on some Sade. Let's throw on some, some like easy, smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely I have to be by myself, no distractions. Like I have to have the right lighting and everything kind of laid out, like my materials laid out. Um, whatever I'm going to be using at that time. And then like take a deep breath and get into, I get lost pretty much, you know, like time flies when you're creating and you're mm-hmm. just like into it and you're like, wow, it's a, uh, what time is it? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that, that is, that is my vibe. I have to have like a really depends on how I'm feeling. I really relish at painters. My, my um, lady is a painter as well. yeah she would tell me stories about her being in such a zone or is in like state where 
she will paint for hours and mm-hmm. forget to eat. Like yeah. it doesn't even come across your mind. Like you have to no. get this done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, and you're, you're, you're in the zone. So you're like, nah, like I can't let this feeling go. Like this is like the right vibe right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely feel that. Cause there's been moments where I'm like, Oh wow, I need to eat. And it's like one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Is that, is there ever a such thing as a finished piece? There's, hmm. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Because like even, even now, like I have work on my walls and I look at them from time to time and I'm like, dang, you know what would look really good? <laughs> like, what can I add to this? Mm-hmm. I don't ever think, but there, there has to be a moment where you're like, all right, this is it. Cause then you can either destroy the painting or it can be really great. Um, I had a few of destroy and I had a few greats. <laughs> so I don't think a painting is ever really finished. You just kind of have to know when to stop and be like, all right, I gotta mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, whenever I edit a photo, I always have to like, stop after a few hours and look at it with fresh eyes the next day yes you know mm-hmm. or I would never be done like I would just exactly. sit there and mess it up the whole time exactly you know? yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying you got to know when to stop and then revisit it because again a painting could take months days whatever and you don't realize it but when you look at it like the next day or whatever however many days it takes you it's just like wow like, I feel good about this new vibe. Like, all right, for sure. Um, I got one more question for you. And um, I like that. Ask my artists if they would like to play a little game, at, you know, just to wrap it up. If okay. that's okay. Um, yeah, sure. Down. Last. There we go. Last Oops, question. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give a young Jessica first starting her art career? Something that you know now, but you didn't know then. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I would probably say be kind to yourself, but also like don't let nobody tell you that your work is not valid. Mm. Like your work, your artwork is your artwork. I highly believe everybody's journey is different. And maybe that's what it is. Like your journey is going to be very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't ever let anyone tell you that your artwork is not valid. Um, that's like saying your feelings are not valid. And that's what I use my artwork as. It's just like this ther- this form of therapy to express how I'm feeling. And especially in the artwork, the art world, the art world is, is a little tough. So you have to hold your ground. Hold your ground, stay true to who you are and what your purpose to create, what creating is for you and, and just keep creating, never stop creating and, and everything's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to be good. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. The game's called this or that. I don't know if you ever heard of that game before, but I'm going to ask you a question and you can only choose one answer and the whole world depends on these answers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
All hold right. on, it's getting a little dark in here. Can I turn the light on real oh, quick? Oh, do your thing, do your thing. All right, hold on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there we go. I'm like, it's getting a little dark. <laughs> okay, we good. Perfect. <laughs> okay, first question. Pancakes or waffles? Mm, that's hard. I'm going to go with waffles. Because mm -hmm. they're, you know, you got options with waffles. So, like, you can make them crunchy, or if you can, you know, get them real soft and then you can put like all sorts of toppings on it. So, I'm going to go with the waffles. We're not talking uh, egos or anything, right? Nah. The Belgian joints, right? Yes. Belgian, throw some yeah. like blueberries up in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love waffles too, especially when they're nice and, and soft, you know? Yes. Um, second question, coffee or tea? Tea, all the way. Mm. I'm not a coffee person. Tea is like herbs. Give me herbs. I'm good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could feel that, but I, I, yeah. I love coffee. I have to start my day off with coffee every day. <laughs> every day? <laughs> every day. Um, nice. Kittens or puppies? puppies i've never been a, a cat person and also i'm probably allergic i'm pretty sure i'm allergic so <laughs> i'm gonna go with the puppies <laughs> mm. um watercolors or polymer mm. oh, damn that's hard <laughs> i i'm gonna go hmm that's hard i'm gonna go with watercolor you mm. know why because Watercolor was actually one of the first mediums I picked up when I first started painting. It was watercolor. That's love. That's love. Um, you moved uh, down south, right? Tampa. I'm currently okay. in Tampa. Yeah. So Brooklyn or Tampa? There's <laughs> a lot of New Yorkers in Florida right now. Oh, yeah. There's there's so many people from everywhere in Florida right now um i'm gonna go with brooklyn because if it wasn't for brooklyn i would not be in tampa <laughs> <laughs> because that's where jessica mata was born like birthed where her creativity was born and then i'm here so there we go <laughs> all right uh last one uh let me think about this I'm, i want to make it good okay um Thing was right on the tip of my my tongue. <laughs> um, therapy or spa day? Therapy or spa day? Both is a, a form of like self love. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I again, everybody's form of healing is different. I'm gonna go with spa day because i tried therapy and therapy was just not my thing mm -hmm. but spa day i knew that after coming out of the spa i was feeling real nice <laughs> 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 and i know that that's what i love i love self-care i love like doing things like that get you know whether it's like getting my nails done you know mm -hmm. taking a walk getting a massage like for me that's that's self self-love perfect so how can people get in contact with the business or try to find your art? Like how do you have any like social links people can look up? 
Uh, yeah, uh, for my earrings for Perfectly Dismantled, they can follow me at on my Instagram at perfectlydismantled.com or they can go directly to my website, which is where everything is, uh, is perfectlydismantled.com. Damn, find me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, once again, I really appreciate you taking the time out to um, speak with me and share a few gems and, and really highlight uh, mental health, which is important for you know our generation and future generations to come. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure being here, especially on the month of the uh, depression and mental health awareness. So um, I was happy to be here.